Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you had a great weekend, a great Mahashivratri weekend and are ready for a new week. Um, a new cosmic week with, with Shakti and in inner power, and you've converted that, that darkness into a light, because that is what we are. Remember, every time the sun sets, the sun does rise another day, and we will be ready. We should be ready for the next morning, and that is how we convert. We need to convert the energy, the darkness of the night, the negative, the positive. Everything that we've learned at the bottom, offload the baggage, learn, make every single junction into an intellectual laboratory um, and learn from that. And once we learn from that, uh, slowly by slowly, we can convert that into economic power, uh, energy, and we will rise to better day. That comes from knowledge and that comes from um, your currents that form the waves. Understanding the currents, understanding the atwa, all that lies in between, junction after junction after junction, convert that knowledge. What did I learn? What can I gain from it? What was the mistakes I made? How can I convert that knowledge cycle after cycle after cycle into energy, into uh, economic energy, cosmic energy, and the shakti from the inside and rise up to a better tomorrow? So, thank you for coming back to my podcast today. I really appreciate your time and I am going to listen to I'm going to sorry answer you a question because I was asked a question of one of my listeners and I'm very grateful for all the questions I get whether it's on Christianity on any Abrahamic group I really really appreciate it so um the question was what does what what does Christianity think about forgiveness Okay, is forgiveness, what is Christianity's interpretation on forgiveness? Now, I'm going to give you uh, that version. Um, Let me tell you, by and large, it's the same all over Abrahamic religions, okay, by and large. it's, It's promoted in different ways. Everyone has got a supremacist take on it, but it's by and large the same. So Christianity Everything of Christianity is starts and ends with forgiveness, basically. Uh, so <laughs> I have to laugh at it because it's absolutely ridiculous in my opinion coming from a Roman Catholic household. But let's start by saying in Christianity, you are born a sinner. That means you're born like a third class citizen. So when they, when they say to, um, to Hindus, oh, you're caste and you're Dalit, you treat people as... Uh, a third class citizen, you treat people as untouchable. In Christianity, you were born as a sinner, which means you're born a third class citizen. You're born cheap, you're born dirt, you're born at the bottom of the cycle. The moment you're born, they tell you that you are a sinner. Sinner is another way of saying that you're untouchable, you have d- deceived God, you have d- d- demonized God, you have. Uh, you are separated from God. You're not. You don't have God in your life, so you're untouchable to us. You're unapproachable. You cannot be in our midst. God has disowned you. You're a sinner, and that's why you're on earth. God has put you on earth because earth is a place of sinners. And only when you go to heaven, when you God forgives you, you will go to heaven in the afterlife, and you are. You will be forgiven. 
But where does this first sin come from? Adam and Eve. Now, go, uh, we've talked about Adam and Eve before. Is Adam the first man as, as uh, Abrahamic people believe in it, uh, and which is what they believe. But in reality, there's no Adam. Okay. Um, you can go back to my podcast, one of my few podcasts before, uh, before this, uh, one, I think it was 214 episode number 214. I don't remember one of those podcasts, uh, 212 or 2110 is, is the podcast on, um, on on Adam, sorry, two one eleven. I apologize, two one eleven, but it comes from this concept that Adam and Ad, God created Adam, and then He created Eve, and there was a tree, an apple tree, and God said, "Do not eat the food from the tree." Uh, but Ad, with Eve, went on to eat the food, and God was so angry that He punished Adam and Eve, and He sent them to he- to, and He sent them to. Uh, to earth and he multiplied them and from then on we are sinners okay because they, we disobeyed eve disobeyed the sins or the the orders or commands of god so we we are all descendants of eve and so we are all descendants we are all born sinners but we have never seen god and we've never seen this adam and eve it's just a parable, a perception to give you a, a some type of connotation in your mind, uh, uh, to control your mind and say, oh my God, we are sinners. So they control your mind with this negative narrative, okay? And then they make you feel guilty about it. And in order to relieve yourself from this guilty guilt, you have to believe in them and then they colonize your mind. Once they colonize your mind, they will use it to do their dirty work, which is exactly what they've done for 2,000 years, okay? That is the long and the short of the story. Now, so we are all born sinners in Christianity, from morning to night, from death to dawn, we are always born sinners. Whatever we do, we are sinners. Unless we pray to God, we will, and, and believe in him and ask him forgiveness, uh, we will remain sinners all our life. And we do his work, his mission of converting this earth into Christianity, we will always die sinners. Okay. Now, <laughs> which is ridiculous, um, uh, but anyway, that's, that's what sin is. Now, Jesus, because we were so, so, such sinners and we were going off balance, God sent his only son, which is Jesus, the son of God, and Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Okay, my friends, at this point, I, I'd suggest you to sit down and have a cup of coffee or tea because you're going to need some of that or smelling salt. So anyway, Jesus died on the cross for our sins is what the, the story is. And he, he has given us redemption. So we have saved for, of all our sins. And by dying on the cross, Jesus has forgi- for, forgiven, sorry, God has forgiven our sins, okay? Doesn't matter that the Roman Catholic priests and all the denominations have butchered their way through history. They've killed thousands and millions of people for, 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 um, 
They've killed thousands and millions of people in the name of Jesus. That's not a sin. That's okay. The, Vat- the Vatican is a bunch of pedophiles, but that's okay. Okay. Jesus died on the cross and we believe in him. Even if the church has killed and butchered you, raped you and converted you by lies to their colonial empire, you will be saved in heaven. So all you got to do is forgive others uh, for their sins and God will forgive you. Believe in God. Believe in his eternal life. Believe in his paradise. Work for the church to spread the mission of God and you will be free. In the meanwhile, if you fight forever, like the Ukrainians and the Russians are fighting, like the Orthodox Church and the Latin Church is fighting for the last thousand years, doesn't matter, but you just believe in God like a parrot and you will be freed from your sin. I'm sorry I'm sarcastic, but you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me because I come from a Christian home and I've listened to this so many times. It is not even funny anymore. It is, you know, you just want to throw up, but sorry about that sarcasm. Um, so, I'll just recap we are here. Uh, Christianity is, is born out of forgiveness, apparently. God created Adam and Eve. Okay, Adam uh, first, Eve later is the story. God told Eve not to sin, not to eat the apple tree, apple from the tree in, in, in heaven. But he, um, she ate it. So she's considered a sinner. He sent Adam and Eve. Eve to earth, they were the first man and woman, okay, and from them all the descendants of earth have come through, and basically long and short of the story, um, we are all sinners because our matriarch sins, so we're all sinners, and that is how we are born, and so we, and Jesus eventually is sent by God, his only son, and and he dies on the cross for us, and he dies on the cross, and as a result of which, okay, uh, as a result of which, um, you know, um, he frees us from our sins, but we have continued sinning, so we still have to believe in Jesus now, not just God, we have to believe in Jesus, and Jesus will give us free redemption in the next life, but we have to sing his praises, believe in him, and, and forgive others for God to give, forgive us. So God will not forgive us if we do not forgive others. We have to forgive others in order for God to forgive us. So that means that the church is raping you. The church is butchering you. The church is lying to you. Um, never mind. The church is, is trying to make you believe that they are the only people of God. But you have to vote for the Marxist in the Indian National Congress. You have to believe in God. Um, you know... Um, you have to believe uh, one way or the other, God will forgive you, but you have to forgive the Marxists, you have to forgive the church, and God will take you to heaven, okay? So you have to forgive others for God to forgive you, and so it's all about forgiveness. Uh, doesn't matter that again and again and again they're corrupt, doesn't matter that again and again and again they keep on raping, keep on cheating, keep on uh, pedophiling their way through history, keeping lying, keep, they have not stopped going to war, it doesn't matter, you have to keep forgiving them, you have to keep losing your lives, your children, everything, and you will go to hell, and you will go to heaven, if not, you're going to burn in hell, now, why is he burning you in hell, uh, when he can forgive you, I mean, after all, he's God, 
No, but he's because you don't believe in him. You they have invented this concept of hell, and you will go to hell if you they don't believe in you, if you don't believe in him. And 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 that's the fear-mongering they do. They don't engage with you, they fear among you. So they've invented this concept of heaven and hell. Okay, and when they invented this concept of heaven and hell, then you are either going, if you don't do what they do, what they ask you to do, if you do not submit to them, they will brainwash you to say that you're going to hell and you will burn in hellfire, and that's fear mongering, that's hate speech. Okay, now, uh, one the, the most important, uh, the most important, um, what can I say? The most important uh, prayer in Christianity is called Our Father. And forgiveness is in that concept, in that prayer. So the prayer goes as such, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us today our daily sins. That means whatever the sins we have committed, um, forgive us today our sins, for we have sinned against others. Sorry, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, kingdom come, you will be on earth in heaven. Give us a day of daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we, as we forgive those who sin against us. Sorry, that is the prayer. I, I've forgotten the prayer. It's been so long that I haven't said it. I apologize. But here we go. Um, as the prayer is, as we forgive those who sin against us. That means we are not only, we are, please forgive us our sins and as we forgive others because others have sinned against us. We are sinning against, it's like a wheel going out of proportion. Okay. So forgive us today our daily sins. That means as we forgive those who sin against us, that means we will forgive others of their sins. And in return, you know, you know, give us, forgive us our sins in return. It doesn't matter that we're still, the others are still sinning against us and we are still sinning against someone else and the cycle doesn't stop, okay? But the answer is in that cycle, in Hinduism, okay? In Vedic, in Sanatana Dharma, the idea is in that cycle, which they don't want to admit. But Christianity and Abrahamic religions, the earth is flat. They keep calling us a box, under box, and under box, under box, but that's okay. You can call us names, but that's the only thing they can do is name calling, okay? Name calling, name calling, and that's why for 3,000 years they've filled in bloodshed. So, cycle after cycle after cycle, uh, they don't care if it keeps on going. They just say forgive, forgive, and forgive, and there we go. So the prayer is, Our Father is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Do not bring us to the test, but deliver us from evil. Amen. That means don't keep on testing us every, all the time. Testing us means don't put us in situations that we will be tested. Our faith will be tested. Okay. Um, and, and don't keep on testing us and giving, putting us in these difficult positions, uh, but deliver us to, uh, to heaven forever. D please forgive us and send us to heaven for eternal heaven instead of letting us die in hell. So basically, it's a prayer based on forgiveness. And Christianity says that we're based on forgiveness. Jesus came here to forgive us uh, our sins and in your homes, they brainwash you to 
absolutely brainwash you lock stock and barrel about this forgiveness and they brainwash you that you're a sinner you're a sinner you're a sinner they 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 engrave it into your hell that you're your third class literal third class like an untouchables you're so bad you're so untouchable they don't use the word untouchable you're such a sinner that means you're so like poor in faith you're poor in 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 uh, in ideology you're poor in knowledge only god has knowledge and they brainwash you brainwash you and if you don't believe in their nonsense um you will go to hell, okay? And then they beat you and they beat you and they beat you and then they say, vote for the Congress. Vote for the Congress, vote for the Congress and they beat you and they lie to you and they dictate to your parents. They absolutely brainwash you to say, you must beat your children. You must beat them because yours is the kingdom of heaven. If not, God is trying, I'm trying to actually help you to save you from heaven, from hell. So I'm doing you a favor. So please, you, I have to beat you. You have to obey your children because this is the question of heaven and hell. We don't want you to go to hell and we don't want you to be, um, to burn in hellfire. So we're doing you a favor by beating you for getting you to believe in them. So there ideology and their religion is based on violence when the violence transfers to the streets then they say oh the hindus are the problem you understand where i'm going with this so it's all about violence and convincing yourself that their ridiculous ideology is is about forgiveness in reality uh but but in reality it's about violence money and power you see here is the issue here god is doesn't exist okay it's just a parable it's absolute parable for them okay they've never seen god they never will see god he is the subconscious of your mind he is the subconscious he is the subconscious of the universe he is he is the university this the consciousness of the universe the subconscious of the universe the cosmic feel is 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 God and the creator is God, but we don't see him. But who, who, who controls this narrative? The priest, okay? And what is the priest? They are feudal empires. The feudal empires want power. In order to have power, they need you to b- remain on their plantation. In order for you to remain on their plantation, they have to convince you to believe in their ridiculous narrative. How do they get you to believe in their ridiculous narrative? Especially... If you are an educated person, if you're not educated like our parents and our grandparents, then fine. Okay, nothing is going to be a problem. But if you're educated, uh, you will not believe, you will question. The moment you start questioning, all hell breaks loose because then you, their, their story does not make any sense. The more you read about Abrahamic stories the more you understand that this is not going anywhere. You're, you're, you're being fooled. You're being conned like an work fool. Guess what? You're going down. To, they're, they're going to beat you. They're going to abuse you. And then they say, vote for the Congress. If not, the, the Hindus are going to chase you out of the country. We're doing you a favor. In, in the bargain behind, they're raping their way through history. They're patronizing the politicians for money and power. And this is the long and the short of the story. Now, you say again, God has created the the story of of God in Abrahamic religions and in Christianity is that God has created heaven and hell and the universe in seven days. 
Okay. Seven days he's created the sun, the earth, the moon, and the stars, the, the mountains and the hills. He's created it in seven days. Seven days. And he needs to put you to a test. And he needs and he he needs to forgive you if you fail the test. Is that what it is? I mean, he's so great. He's so fantastic that he needs to forgive you. He needs to test you. Why does he need to rape you? Why does he need to kill you? Why does he need to put you to, to war? Why does he need to put you to, to uh, earthquakes? Why does he need to put you to poverty? What type of test that he has to do with you? I mean, how stupid can you get? And you've been, we've been to test for 2,000 years. 2,000 years he's been testing us when he's made the earth, the moon and the stars the, the whole day, the, in, in seven days. And he needs to abuse you in your homes. He needs to beat you up. He needs to convince you. He needs a book. Did he have a book when he made the, uh, the earth, the moon, the stars and the cosmos? Did he need uh, a book when he needs, um, he made the mountains and the seas and the oceans? Did he, did he have a book when he created the Vatican, the church? Why, did, why does he need to save us from our sins when he has so much of power that he's controlling the whole cosmos? I mean, why? Why does he need uh, to, for us to test us unless he doesn't exist? He doesn't exist, so it's just a parable to control your mind, make you feel that you're ridiculously weak, convince you that you're weak. Once they convince you that you're weak, they use fear and fear-mongering that you're a sinner, and you will always stay poor in mind. Your poverty of your mind will make you a slave forever and ever and ever. Then they use that slavery to rise up to power. So you keep giving them their votes or you keep giving them their money. They manipulate it to rape you, pedophile you. And guess what their history is? Their history shows their track record that their Abrahamic ideology of power, of Forgiveness is absolute BS. It's about money and power. They will, never, they will never forgive you. The church never forgives you about anything. The moment you don't put money in them, they will ridicule you, they will insult you, they will chastise you, and then you go down to hell. And they will, they will convince you that you're going to hell. They never forgive you. They've never forgiven all the civilizations who call caste, caste, caste. The people who they butchered for 2,000 years, the natives, the Africans. Why do they, do they need to tell us about caste? I mean, even if we made a mistake, God can come and tell us. Why does he need man to come and tell us? Why does he need a church? Why, did he, why does he need mullahs and tullahs? Why does he need madrasas? I mean, he can come and tell us directly. Does he need a, he doesn't need, he need a third party? I mean, he's, he, he controls everything on this earth. Why does he need all of this? Because he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. This is a cock and bull story made by man to circumvent their necessity for power and your ability to believe in this. But who are we that we need? We are so weak that we need this men to come and tell us we, who we need to forgive and who we don't need to forgive. Why would we need to forgive anyone in the first place? Because we are cyclic. We are cyclic. Okay? We are currents and waves. We are cosmic currents. So this entire cosmos is made of atma and... Um, um, sorry. 
energy, an energy field, metaphysical energy field. Physical and metaphysical. Okay, very important. We have that already in the Vedic text, in our Sanskrit text. So physical and metaphysical. And this metaphysical energy, okay, negative, positive, and magnetic, okay, all it has done over the billions of years, it has basically photosynthesized, uh, gravitated together, and formed mass. Okay, that mass and the energy field roams around, forms celestial bodies and roams around the, the planet, the earth, the sun, sorry. And it has photosynthesized and metamorphosized to form atmosphere, okay, and then further into the species of life. So that every single species of life is at the core physical and metaphysical energy. Okay, we have that in Sanskrit in our text. We are basically physical and metaphysical. So the physical is just the, 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 what you see on the surface. Your form is the physical. Your metaphysical is your Atman. Okay, your metaphysical is your Atman. Very clear. And your metaphysical is what we call the subconscious. And it's running the show. It's 80% of your work. 80% of who you are is metaphysical energy. It's the energy field that, that works, that you work, that, that drives your physical. Without the metaphysical, or we say the Atman, or your spirit in English, there is no body. The body has no use. It's the metaphysical who's running the show. And it moves in cycles. Cycle after cycle after cycle. So if you want to know what I'm talking about, very simple. Go to the beach, and what do you see? Waves. You see the ocean, and you see waves. Okay, what are those waves? What's forming those waves? The currents. It's your currents that form the waves. Similarly, your energy is a cosmic field, and everything in the and on the planet moves in the same way. You do not see the energy, you do not see your Atman, but you it, it is part of the geomagnetics of the land. The energy from the center of the earth is is controlling the currents that form the waves. So we are just the waves. We are physical. We are looking at the physical part of the waves. But our body is made up of energy, cosmic energy, Atman. Our physical is made up of 70% of, of water. We are water. Okay? When we die, the body decomposes. First, the physical will decompose. And the water will go through the land through the different layers of earth and join the water bodies below. And these water bodies below are the aquifers that are running the ocean, are, move, are, con, are un, underlying the ocean. And this water will join the oceans of the planet and they will come back to the shore over the surface. Okay? And they will be, they will join back on the, they will join back the surface through currents and waves. When you go to the ocean, what you're seeing is the reminiscence of your ancestors because all of us have our currents and waves, our water. And the Atman just continues. The Atman just continues. Okay? It just continues. So we're not going to heaven, we're not going to hell. We don't need any forgiveness in reality. And our cycle is our karma. 
Okay, our cycle is our karma. Karma, karma, karma. Because our karma is every action is a, is a reaction to an action that has already happened. So it's your currents that form the waves. So if something is happening to you, it's a action, it's a reaction, it's a your, your karma is an action to a reaction. That means what has happened in the past that has already happened. Okay, whether it's the current cycle or the previous cycle, the previous, previous cycle. And like currents, it forms its waves and it comes to the beach. And that is your karma. So it could happen in your previous generation's life. Okay, that means your grandparents, your parents, because everything is registered in your DNA, remember. And it's just you're inheriting whatever's in your DNA and you're just continuing, continuing continue, continue, until the wave comes to the beach and dies out on the beach. And that is you. That's how we come to the end of our life. Now, if you're strong enough, you will see that some water goes into the ocean, to the seabed, or sorry, the beach. It, it sinks in the beach. And some water goes back to the ocean. That is you, my friend. If you offload the baggage, the energy, the, the negative energy, the, the data in your body, if you offload it, you continuously have, you do your dharma to have that, uh, to have that um, conversation, to uh, challenge, to ask those questions, to heal. You will be empowered to go back and join the oceans, uh, the great big oceans of this planet, and come back again and again, more empowered and more empowered and more empowered. That is who you are. And that is how we heal. And we will see junction of the junction of the junction. We make the same mistakes. We have the same um, profits because the equation is the same. We're all the same cycles. So once you learn from those cycles, you learn the junctions in life. You make every junction into an intellectual laboratory. You will learn and automatically you will heal. And once you heal, you will be able to heal others you will take your responsibility you will forgive yourself you will apologize to yourself and you will apologize to others automatically automatically okay because you are an electromagnetic cycle and cycle after cycle current after current we are exactly the same the labels will change, but the mentality will not. Those mentality is the currents that form your waves. The waves might be different, but the currents are all the same. And that's who we are. The form is different. The labels are different, but we're still the same currents. So once you understand cycle after cycle after cycle, junction after junction after junction, okay? Understand the same equation happens, and you're just repeating you will heal, you will offload the baggage, you will understand, you will not get emotional, and you will heal. Once you heal, you will meet people who heal, who are healed, because you are an electromagnetic field. You will meet people who resemble you. And together, you will heal together, you will forgive yourself, you will apologize to yourself, because you have to apologize yourself you have to forgive yourself for the mistakes you made. Otherwise, you cannot forgive others. And automatically, you will apologize to others if it requires 
because we're all the same. And you will not make the mistakes again and the next junction you will be better and you will use that knowledge to help others heal. And you, every time you do something, remember, you give the key to someone to do the same thing to you. So if you kill, you give the key to someone to kill you. That's karma, okay? That is what karma is. If you empower someone, you give this. You will give the key to someone to empower you. If you help someone, you will give the key to someone to help you. If you will degrade someone, you will give the key to someone to degrade you. That is karma. That is what life is. The cycles and cycles of life, you can use it to, to uh, negate or you can use it to empower. And you can use it to heal or you can use it to injure. But it's the same cycle. Remember, we will go around the 360 degrees of every single uh, cycle. Okay, every single degree is an emotion. We will go through the entire emotions every single day and every single bi-weekly cycle, every single life. We will go through all 360 degrees. So we have to be ready for those emotions. But we see it cycle after cycle so we know where we're going. But in Christianity and, and our, uh, our Abrahamic religions, it's heaven and hell. And only God is, you have to convince yourself that some God is there. And... Uh, He's going to take you to heaven, if not, you're going to hell. And basically, that's long and short of the story. So, in my opinion, it's cock and bull. Nonsense. Uh, and I apologize for saying it. Coming from an Abrahamic home, that's how I feel. But that is the way it is. I hope I give you some insight. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me on my Facebook page, Religions, Regimes, and Refugees. And I thank you very much for your time. I wish you a great week ahead. Please share this podcast as much as you can um, and have a great week. Thank you so much for sharing and stay safe.